Welcome to the worst roller coaster podcast on the internet. Now, let's join Ben and Zach as they tell you why your favorite coaster sucks. I'm Zach, and I'm back. I'm Ben, and once I got an ADA for a hangover. You know, I believe that with some of the Cedar Point stories you've told me. (laughs) Oh, this is Disney. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. For sure. I heard heard they give those out pretty easily, so. I've heard tell some stories of some people who may have uh, perhaps possibly gotten an ADA pass (laughs) under questionable circumstances, shall we say. But uh, who wants to dwell on what's already two days back? How many times can we say the word back in this episode? (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's get back to it and... uh... I'd like to wait. You know the whole the whole thing about back pain is it just the whole situ- the, the the watching this whole thing just made me think of this Doug Benson bit where he recorded it and he fucked it up when he was recording it. It makes it even funnier because he's like, "Yeah, I went to the doctor because I got back problems." And uh, the doctor said, "How? Oh, hold on, I fucked it up. I went to the doctor because I got a week back." And the doctor said, how long have you had a week back? Since about a week back. <laughs> like, since about a week back problems. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Doug Benson, stoner. Which, uh, to that end, I'm going to light a fucking bowl right now. Damn it, I wish I would have set something up, but I don't have anything ready. So I think I'm just going to stay dry. Or wet, actually wet. Yeah, I was gonna say you're back to drinking, right? You're you're back on the wagon. Yeah. So right, no, you fell off the wagon. I forget. It's been good I'm off. Not much of a sobriety guy. What can <laughs> I say? It's been good off. So this is like my third day of drinking again. So actually, what's funny is like I started on uh, the last day of the month. <clears throat> Okay. January's a long month, so I was like, you know what, thirty days, that's plenty. Yeah, yeah. No, that that's yeah, that's adequate. So So how how many I gotta ask, since you're so in tune with your calories, how many calories are you up now that you've re-added alcohol to the equation? Um, it's only been like two beers a day, so not too much. Um I don't know, I haven't been tracking what I consume. I only track what I burn lately for sure because i i think i burn enough to where i can eat kind of whatever i want it doesn't matter <laughs> that's cool i uh i'm certainly not at that point although we're getting better i'm down about uh um, nine pounds okay that's nice i started working out and paying attention to my diet uh, about I'm, I'm on my fourth week now Nice. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm feeling good about it. I've, you know, I've been eating a lot cleaner, which is good. Um, and drinking a fuck ton of water. It's yeah, that works. Good. <laughs> and yeah, logging my food has been incredibly helpful as well. And I got to say, as a diabetic, all of that is a big plus. 
Yeah, it's like every time you get on a Peloton, you probably extend your life by a couple minutes. I uh, maybe I like to think maybe it undoes some of the damage I've done previously. I mean, there's some signs of that. Like, um, your body's pretty good at adapting and recovering and stuff. So, damn, I took one sip. I haven't had whiskey or bourbon or any liquor <laughs> in over a month, and I took one sip, and I fucking feel it already. So, this will be fun. <laughs> I was going to say, Jesus, that's uh, that's hitting the gas. Yeah, can't do it like I used to. But anyway, hey, you know what? That's a good thing. I got to say, though, it's kind of helping on my neck because Shell Razor gave me seven herniated discs, by the way. So, yeah, yeah. Or sorry, no, six. Uh, it was six. Okay. I was thinking of something else. Yeah, it was six. One for each flag. <laughs> <laughs> no, for oh, real, though, man. like if you ride Shell Razor, like, um, your neck, anyone who has a minor neck or back in industry or wait, minor neck or back injury would get fucked up on that ride. What kind of injury? Neck or back. Your neck, your back, mm-hmm. your pussy and your crack. <laughs> oh, wait, no, actually, it was my car accident that fucked up my neck. All right. All right. All right. No, remember that my, my car got told you? No, remember I told you my car got told. I know. I don't want to dwell on your car accident. That's <laughs> why I'm moving us along. I was going to say, don't park in front of a Starbucks. Be careful when you're driving. All the above, buddy. I finally got the paycheck. So we're. I refuse to have a memorial episode of your favorite coaster sucks. We're not doing it. <laughs> Which means when I die, just don't memorialize me. <laughs> Just you know, continue on by yourself like nothing happened. <laughs> you know who does need a memorial? It's my claims adjuster for taking four months to get me my check. Good God. Yeah. What I started ha- what I started doing, so this was progressive. So I knew her full name. So what I started doing was contacting like the customer service email and then like being like, hey, this is my rep. Like, this is my rep. Like, here's her full name. Here's her number. Like, she's not getting back to me. And I was sending screenshots of like all the emails I was sending. Um, it just, it was a pain in the ass. So when my, uh, Kia got totaled back in 2011, it took so long to get the check for that shit. Cause like, I remember I was fighting it out cause it was the other guy hit me. So I had to like fight it out with their insurance for a settlement for like, you know, mm-hmm. my neck hurting. And cause I remember I went to the hospital and they were like, yeah, this is classic uh, textbook whiplash. Oh, cool. <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you fight it out. They're like, uh, $200 is good. Right. And you're like, uh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. They're like, okay, uh, let me see what I can do. And then they call you back like three weeks later and they're like, all right, well, I got approval to do 500. And you're like, ow, my fucking neck still hurts. They're like, all right, all right, hold on. (laughs) So finally you you get to like the real actual, like, okay, legitimately I can't, I'm not approved to give you any more and we can't give approval. Okay. 
that was the right number. <laughs> Damn it. I should have done that. Oh, it, it takes a while, but then at least you get, at the end, you get the most out of it. Yeah. See, I want there, there should be like car insurance insurance. So if you pay an extra like, I don't know, 30 bucks a month to basically be the in between to where like, you know, like I was hurt in a wreck and I need a cash settlement fast. 1-800, whatever, catchy phone number type of thing. So payday loan. You want predatory lo- lending. <laughs> That's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 20, predatory lending. That, I'm pretty sure they already have that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's an office somewhere where an attorney also cash checks <laughs> <laughs> and does tattoos. <laughs> and it's also a juice bar. <laughs> do you remember the there was one of those places next to a subway in the Gurney Mills Plaza right across the street from Great America. That plaza is sketch. Yeah. But imagine, like, who needs to go to a payday loan store before going to Great America? It, actually, I wouldn't be surprised if it's pretty popular. <laughs> That's Dude, true. Hey, think about Waukegan, right? I remember you... You came and visited me when I lived there a couple times. Mm -hmm. I don't know if trashy is, let's say it's right. It's right there straddling the fence between trashy and hood. Not that those two are mutually exclusive. It's just, it's got, it's got a leg on each side there, you know, Waukegan. So keeping that in mind, I could see several people like like a, a family or a mo- like a single mom going on the like the pace bus from Waukegan over to Gurney with like two kids. Like, okay, we gotta get this check cash so we can get tickets and lunch. Mm-hmm. God, this got sad. Yeah, because it's probably pretty realistic. Now people are gonna do more of that without the memberships. Yeah, no, and I think that's a that's a bummer that they're getting they're gonna sunset those. Um it was good while it lasted. It's really surprising they're phasing those out though. I would have expected that they would have just raised the price a bit. Yeah. Or like the the predictable income is gotta be good for any company, even though it's not, you know, as high of a amount. Well, I wonder if they're, um, sorry, my, my like laptop fan is going crazy. Did you feed it liquor? I fed myself liquor. Aha. Um, yeah, they could have just raised it like three bucks a month. So that to cover the, um, whatever the subscription service charges and, all that stuff, but yeah, I'm surprised they didn't. I mean, like it just makes a lot of sense to have another subscription. Cause like even here, you know, we don't get to use the park really for at least four to five months a year. They still get the same amount of money out of me. All, all of those months. Yeah, for sure. Huh? Rather than the one time, 
I think, holy shit, Magic Mountain was like $300 for the highest end one. So that's like food, parking, and all that? No, dude. They changed the dining plan. The dining plan is is like 10 meals now. Which... That that is well, seems fair. Like that's you know not I mean? gonna lie. Yeah, that's a really smart business move. Because <laughs> giving think, people unlimited chicken fingers and like mozzarella sticks is not a feasible yeah, in business addition plan. To the like twenty I pay a month for my membership, which I have the highest level one, and I pay like an additional four and some change every month for the dining plan, which gives you. Two meals every time you go to any park. Yeah. That's obscene. Yeah. And I'm paying like fucking 60 bucks a year or some shit <laughs> for basically two visits worth of food. <laughs> However, when you eat the Six Flags food, it kind of makes sense <laughs> how they can afford it. Like, you can think there's there's um there's a job that's a, basically you're a scientist and your entire job is to find ways to save money with food additives. So like, oh, if we replace, um, you know, half of a percentage of the salt with sand, we can save twenty seven thousand dollars a year. <laughs> but that's what it, that's it. That's literally what it is. Like, or oh, if we heat the oatmeal up to 325 instead of 300 for two extra minutes, it re- increases the water volume of the pasta dish 3% making you know, like, there's just, it's, there's a whole business in that. And it's insane. Cause I, I know right. a guy who does that. Like he's a food chemist and that's his whole job. And then there's another guy who basically is like the lawyer for that and makes sure that everything they're doing is within the law. So it's like, Oh, we can't use this dangerous chemical, but let's change one molecule. And now you can produce it in Illinois, but you can't produce it in Indiana. So we'll make it in Illinois and then ship it to Indiana or, you know, it's, it's, it's insane. And that's something I was thinking about earlier is that like, I'm really glad to be eating cleaner now. Cause like, freaks my mind out that we all just like kind of accepted that it's a normalcy that like you need a fucking chemistry degree to read the ingredients in most food Mm -hmm. or that any processed food has 40 ingredients why the fuck or how a chicken nugget and they're all in the same exact shape yeah and that's the same thing how does that have 73 ingredients how the fuck you you know what I mean because it's not like 73 secret herbs and spices. No, it's a fucking chemical cocktail. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, that's crazy to me. We all just accept that shit as normal. It's delicious, though. I'm not saying it's not, but I'm saying, like, shit. A fucking zucchini is a zucchini, you know? That's the thing is like, you don't have to really go on any special diet. You just have to eat actual food. Yeah. If you eat real food, yeah, yeah. Go to the produce section and try to base most of your meals off of that. (laughs) That's what I always think about. Like 
when I was a kid and how in the nineties, there was no food um, awareness or health awareness. I mean, just like all the garbage and stuff that had like probably carcinogenic poisons, you know, as additives and, Oh, here's a, like my parents or, or my mom was kind of like that. Like, Oh, Hey, this, these, you know, sour cream and onion chips are fat free or Pringles are fat free. And it's like, yeah, but they still have calories. So you're consuming twice as many chemicals. Do Just you, you to wanna... not consume something that's not even bad for you. Oh God. Fat free Pringles for one. Yeah. yeah. Two. Um, here's something really fucked up from my childhood that I remembered recently <laughs> that relates. Okay. When I was a kid, I was seven. Right. And I got diagnosed with diabetes. And like one of the things the doctors actually fucking told me, this is doctors. They said, Oh, you gotta be really careful about what you eat, but you can drink all the diet soda you want and eat all the sugar-free jello you want. What the fuck? Oh. Ugh. Yeah, cuz you know what I did? I was 7. That was carte blanche to fucking eat jello and drink soda. That that yeah, that's signing off unlimited. What the fuck a doctor fucking said that to me? You got a little kickback from Diet Pepsi. Right? What the fuck? <laughs> so like, yeah, I'm I feel like I'm making up for lost time now. You know what's funny is like I don't think it was until I met you, but the idea of drinking a two liter of diet soda in like a sitting. And I would fucking carry those around. <laughs> you remember that shit. I would fucking carry a two liter and just drink that shit down. Cause old habits fucking die hard. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I I did that too. I mean, I would like when I was hanging out with, uh, you know, so-and-so back in my old hometown. And uh, it was like, yeah, I'll get a two liter of diet Pepsi and then chain smoke a pack of Newport's. Just on the like fucking, a, on a Monday night, just sitting on the patio, like <laughs> yeah, the fucking picture of health. <laughs> yeah, I remember I would get like fucking. Well, in in that household, I was still like a marathon runner, even at my fattest. But God damn. Well, I remember we used to like. Do you remember going to Speedway and getting those fucking roller dogs? Yeah, and like drowning them in the fucking nacho cheese. Hell yeah. And then like washing it down with like fucking off-brand monster (laughs) and like off-brand Newports. Oh, the turnies. Yeah, the turnies. Yeah. (laughs) It had a little clip art of uh, of, like the metal on the front. Oh my God. Yeah. So uh, recently, no, like recently, like like maybe like a little over a year ago, um, when was, no, 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 I think it was this summer when I was driving somewhere, I like bought a pack because I'm like, I'm going to buy this pack, but you only have one of these. And I think I took three drags of them and I threw the whole thing out. Cause yeah, was, I bet they're fucking horrible. Yeah. They're disgusting. They're, yeah. They're, it's basically, you, you know, the distinction between like a, a cigarello and a cigarette. I mean, yeah. 
I know you can't really describe it, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Those the attorneys are basically whatever they had to legally do to get it over that line to be a cigarette. <laughs> There's probably like sawdust shavings and it's yeah, like 3% it's, sawdust. It's basically they were rolling cigarettes and then somebody push broomed all the like shit that fell on the floor mm-hmm. into another factory. <laughs> And they're like, we'll use these for attorneys. <laughs> or they took like a bunch of packs they couldn't sell, ground up everything, the filter and paper and all, and then repacked <laughs> them into a new filter. Cellophane. <laughs> <laughs> Just put them into an industrial shredder. <laughs> yeah, those were... Oh, fuck. We should do the tourney challenge. Nope. <laughs> nope. Because that's the thing. I think tourneys could give you new kinds of cancer that haven't even been discovered yet. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that was like... like y- you won't you won't even know pain until you've had fucking COVID cancer. Hmm. Yeah, I was always a... When I was in college, I was a Marlboro menthol guy. Yikes. So I was a pretty big faggot but like they were um i couldn't go back to anything else though but it was was, like i had like one or two a day i don't understand anyone who has that kind of (laughs) self-control i don't know just because like it sucks going outside for me it was always the like when i moved into my second college house which was fucking awesome it was like such a cool house until my roommates completely fucked it up um like I had this back patio that overlooked I had a pretty nice city skyline. And I remember like I'd go out there in a blizzard. I'd bundle up and like stand on the back porch and like smoke in the blizzard and look at the city. But you could only do that like once a day. I mean And then eventually then eventually my roommates were like, Oh fuck it, let's just smoke in the attic. And then it was a slippery slope for them. They would be smoking like a pack a day up there. Well, yeah, that's that's just like when I was a kid, man. You get carp launch done. Well, if you're just gonna do it anyway, then you become fucking Patty and Selma. But I also feel kind of like um, this Mark Marin, this old Mark Marin bit where he is like, I feel really bad for anyone who's never been addicted to something because they don't know what it is to really, really want something. And then get it. <laughs> That's true, yeah. Which, by the way, I don't know you guys out there listening are Marin fans. But if you're not, like, if you haven't listened to him or maybe you just know him from his podcast, go check out his fucking stand-up. He's hilarious. He's a fucking old crank. I got to see him one time. I was in the very front. And uh, he did like two and a half hours, man. It was fantastic. (laughs) Nice. It was before he was super famous, too. So I got to talk to him afterwards. Unfortunately, did not get a selfie, but nice cat. Go check out his stand up. See, I want to meet somebody famous and then go up to them and be like, hey, hey, yeah, I think you're really funny. Uh, Can we not take a selfie? Like you have to emphasize that you don't want a selfie and then say it like three times. Yeah, maybe 
Although now that you said that, I feel like that's going to be a joke and everyone's going to do it and it's going to suck soon. <laughs> that's going to be like the next generation of dad jokes. You just fucking started it. God damn it, Ben. That's fine. I can live with that. Fucking breaking new ground here on uh, your favorite coaster sucks. Well, Which, by uh, the way, I'm welcome back. I've started, I've transitioned into the like the long underwear with the robe and the f- slippers phase. Oh, dude, I wear slippers all fucking day. <laughs> I left my house wearing fucking sweatpants today. No regrets. DGAF, motherfuckers. Eh, sweatpants aren't that bad. That's I'm like a whole thing. giving a shit anymore. Yeah. And you know what? I'll be honest. God bless the younger generation for making comfy shit actually stylable, stylish. You know what I mean? <sighs> totally. Like, there's some, like, fine-ass, fucking fly-ass pajama suits that are, like, serious drip. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's like, oh, my God. God bless them. They finally made comfy stuff, uh, like, something to be, you know, something that looks good. <laughs> <laughs> if you think about it, it's because, like, uh, it, it resembles like infant and baby pajamas. So if you don't really grow up and mature from that, you just kind of like, you know, on a dress up like a baby. Well, I don't know if you remember like when we were kids, like younger and people would wear like pajama bottoms, like to school or whatever. And they just looked like assholes, mm-hmm. you know, but that's cause we didn't really have stylish p- pajama bottoms. I uh, I'm a, one thing I wear consistently is a uh, you know those like red long johns with the butt flap. And like, yeah. Hell yeah, I wear those all the time. You know, I'll be honest. I would not mind a onesie. They're pretty. They're pretty great. <laughs> Although I don't know if I could handle the butt flap. Oh, I don't actually. Yeah, I don't actually use it for pooping. You know yeah, what that I mean? seems really unsanitary. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Do Although that. I, f- I feel like it could work for peeing though. The butt flap. If you're sitting. Oh yeah. That that, that well, yeah that would uh, unless you're trying to make a huge fucking mess. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, we're gonna play a game of how how long it takes me to to hit the bowl with my eyes closed. <laughs> You know those times where like you're so tired and you're in the bathroom and like you can't keep your eyes open. You could barely keep your eyes open and you're peeing and it's going on forever. Yeah. And then you had to like put your hand on the walls in case you fall asleep. I hate that. Gotta like um get a little water and splash in your face or something. Yeah, but you gotta go back to bed afterwards. Oh, that's true. It's true. Dilemmas, man. Fucking dilemmas. In college, I had uh, this really nice sink. So sometimes, sometimes I would pee in the sink and wouldn't even realize I was doing it. That is classy. Hell yeah. <laughs> classy, classy. So uh, we got some news. 
We can we can hard transition, right? Um, let's see. Oh, that's what you're talking about. Big news: Cedar Fair buying Cedar Fair or C's buying Cedar Fair. I mean, it's still speculation. They made the bid though, so. Well, if it didn't happen the first time, I don't think it'll happen a second time. Especially now that Cedar Fair is way more like COVID's, you know, almost over. So it's like. Eh, I'll believe that when I see it. Well, more so. It's not. We're, we're less and less like 2020. Well, that's true. We're getting further away from the actual impacts, direct impacts of COVID. And and that segment is bouncing back like they're doing better numbers than in 2019. Mm -hmm. So that whole area, um, the whole industry is doing better numbers than 2019, which obviously last full year to look at data wise. I think their strategy with this is that they were just trying to, because Cedar or SeaWorld's in a, or C's, whatever C's is in a lot of debt and it seems like they're just trying to leverage their debt to buy Cedar Fair so that way they can sell Cedar Fair assets to then pay off their debt. It could be, but what? They're going to sell the parks then? Yeah, like they would sell Michigan's Adventure or Valley Fair. They would sell some rides or, I don't know, Dorney. It just you seems think like. They would do that? I, yeah, it's see, see, the thing is like C's seems to be managed like, um, I don't know, just like those like asshole businesses. Just like those, you know, like those like shell corporations or those like, you know, that are like ma- <coughs> managed by like greedy people who think like that strategically. Like, oh, yeah, let's because it's that's how that's how you make money. You make money by taking on debt. So. You take on a bunch of debt, leverage against it, and then sell off a little bit. Um, I guess it could be. The problem, though, is like I, it's a matter of like would, who would buy those parks then, or you know, would they even be able to sell them? Oh, I'm sure. Because what's it called? Premier is back in the game. Yeah, yeah. And they've been snatching up like old Six Flags properties that they didn't want. <laughs> I mean. I can't imagine Holiday World wanting to expand in that way. Yeah, the day that Holiday World gets bought like that is the day it's going to die. Well, let's say, yeah, I don't think Holiday World. No, no, no. I mean, I don't think they would buy any additional parks. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Hell no. Um, Hershend. They bought Kentucky Kingdom and Wild Adventures, so they could certainly like. Okay, let's say C's absorbs Cedar Fair right, or acquires. So let's talk about what what parks stay and what parks go. Assuming they just they don't even want to piece out the parks, you know what I mean? So they're just going to flip them all as full parks. What are they keeping in their roster? What's what are they going to try and flip? I think. Knots, possibly, yeah, is like one that they keep. Knots, Canada's Wonderland, Kings Island, Cedar Point, Carowinds, and then sell off like 
Valley Fair, Michigan's Adventure, Dorney. And the other question, is it possible that they do this? And I'm sorry for any of you uh, Northern California people, but they do this and just straight up level Great America, keep everything else and sell the land. Yeah, that area could use a few, uh, some condos. So, <laughs> you fucking son of a bitch. <laughs> there's a, there's a housing shortage out there. They could, they should completely demolish an entire, like, theme park, family recreation area. So, like, 300 more people can live in townhomes. Right. And only ones who are making, um, like, 250 and above. Well, that's 250 K 250 is like low class in the Bay area. Yeah. Well, I know that, um, in the Bay area under 110 is low income. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that really puts things into perspective just to, for all of you out there and man, there is no, there is, I will say, there is no housing shortage there, but there is an affordable housing shortage. That's the problem. But it's kind of a problem that capitalism, that's the only real way to explain it. So I was actually just curious about this because in, uh, in San Francisco, middle class income ranges from 64,000 to 192. Well, yeah, they have some programs for, um, I don't know about renters, but for like, I, I looked into it for first time home buyers, they have programs to keep things, uh, like under market value where the government basically subsidizes the difference, mm-hmm. which is pretty ingenious. That's the right way to combat the affordable housing, but it's still such limited supply versus the demand, you know? Well, that's because like also, and this is why I don't know if you saw, but Facebook took like a 25% plunge in their uh, stock value today. Um, and like, it's interesting because like I, I work in Bay area tech, so I'm always trying to like stay on top of it. But like what's happened, basically what happens is like, a lot of these Bay Area people, they get stock options in like in lieu of salary raises. So when you're the stock market's in like a very big speculative bubble, like it is now, you basically leverage against that, and then you borrow like you basically borrow against your stock to then buy a house. And then because the Bay Area homes are going up 20 percent a year, then you then you leverage against your house. And then you buy investment houses in like Denver, Austin, wherever, you know, Seattle. And then like, if then you leverage against that house and you buy homes and like homes in like third tier cities. So that's why like our real estate is all messed up. It's just because like, it's kind of this pyramid scheme that all has been oriented around these uh, speculative tech companies. Well, the San Francisco bubbles gonna burst one of two ways well actually both are gonna happen it's just a matter of which one happens first because either like you're saying the stock market's gonna have another crash which 
again, that's that's inevitable. You can look at history. Um, there will be another stock crash, not maybe like, you know, the Great Depression or maybe even not like the Great Recession, but it'll be bad. You know, it'll be a downturn that's pretty severe and that'll cause a whole fuck up in the housing market there. Or, and this is also an inevitability, there's going to be a huge fucking earthquake there yeah. that just levels tons of it. You that know? seems that seems pretty likely. Both of those are going to happen. It's just a matter of does the bubble crash first or does the crash happen and then the bubble is the follow up, you know? Well, there's also, I mean, there is also the um, theory of a crash up. So basically, because uh, we're getting into finance again. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, your favorite fiduciary sucks. Skip ahead five to ten minutes if you don't like it. So because we've been printing money out the ass since like 2008, and we keep lowering interest rates. It allows people who have money to make more money and then poor people remain more poor. So there's that that imbalance. But we could crash up to where basically all the wealth owns all of the wealth. And so it keeps accumulating like that. So like the Bay, basically like the Bay area could just keep getting more and more expensive as people keep buying and like leveraging against their own properties. That's kind of happening now. Like if you think about it, like the people buying homes are rich people. Like it's not like, I mean, it was a pain in the ass to buy a, ho- a house here in Denver. Like it's all uh investment money, cash. That's hoarding. That's what I'm saying though. It's wealth. like, that's, I mean, I guess technically sustainable, but it's like such a divide in, you know, lifestyle. So that's why, so going back to the seas thing, that's why like in this, in this type of environment, you basically have to play, you basically have to like think strategically like that about money and debt in order to keep it, stay ahead. So it's very possible that seas is trying to be like, they're trying to, you know, be a step in front of in front of like the other theme park companies. So the way to do that is you buy Cedar Fair out and then sell some of it. <clears throat> but but we'll see. Well, I don't think yeah, Cedar Fair is going to take it though, because if they didn't take it before, I don't think they'll take it this time. Well, yeah, Six Flags offered like made a bid. I think what was that two three years ago? That was like right around the time the show our time our show first started that's right yeah it was like three billion something like that yeah six flags put in the bid and it was the exact same situation as this where the market went crazy they shut down cedar fair trading you know six flags stock blew the fuck up which congratulations (laughs) to anybody who had six flags stock that day i just only hope that you were smart enough to sell at that moment Actually, I wonder, has Cedar Fair or C's stock have a, let's see, C stock price, SeaWorld Entertainment. So it has, it is not, let's see, actually it, it had its run up and now it's kind of leveling off. It's down, what, like 8%. Well, I mean, right now it's tough because we're smack dab in the middle of the off season. 
and they're, you know, exclusively regional outside of knots. Oh, so this is crazy. Cedar Fair's high stock price was back in 2017 at 71 bucks. And now, and then it crashed to $18 and now it's back up to 58. Fuck. I should have bought some. Well, it's still recovering from that news. So it's, it's partially right now. Like, I don't want to say falsely inflated, but like there's a lot of people buying on spec just because of that. Cause obviously if C spies them out, then you're in for a fucking payday. Yeah. Right. But if they don't, then that's going to drop back to, you know, probably about where it was sitting before, you know, man, what happened to six five stock? Like they're, where is it sitting right now? Uh, it's at 39, but it's high was $69. Nice. In <laughs> September 1st, 2018. Okay. But I don't remember what happened then. Like, I feel like it's been doing pretty good since then. Although 2018 was the start of like meal plans and memberships and all that. Right. Yeah. So maybe that was their, tri- their that was their like a uh, recovery or attempt of recovery. Yeah. And I, I don't know, maybe it just didn't appease the investor. It wasn't, turning numbers like they anticipate who knows it seems like you know they're shifting business models but weirdly like cedar fair isn't really doing much you know what i mean right yeah like six flags is shifting business models it seems like SeaWorld is potentially shifting business models you know um, it's hard to even draw the comparison, but Universal shifted business models a couple years ago and has, you know, gone full steam ahead. And Disney has certainly changed its business models, you know, incredibly. Yeah, right. So it's it's interesting that Cedar Fair is like the real outlier in terms of like really not trying to shift the business model, you know, is it going to end up fucking them in the end? Yeah, probably. Sure. Oh, there's some, let's see. Uh, might I'm just like, there's some, there's some puts on six stock for through $32 strike price. Hmm. I might buy. Well, we, we got some other sea world news. Actually, that's pretty much all we got this week. <laughs> oh yeah. Icebreaker. We got Icebreaker. It uh, looks all right. I'll be honest. Um, it looks like in the back seat, or maybe even the middle row of the back car, you get some really good airtime going over the spike. Or not the spike, Um, the top hat. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Um, but the rest of it, and fucking at me all you want motherfuckers the rest of it looks like goddamn hollywood rip ride rocket fuck you i said it yeah i could see that it looks more forceful though like um it does but it's pretty much all just like low to the ground turns you know it's a weird it's a weird addition 
and it doesn't really make any sense, but it still looks like um that would be a good ride for I don't know, Kennywood. <laughs> Maybe um I think it would be I like wanted to say like not but like kind of only if it really like it replaced like Pony Express. Well, that's basically what it is. It's like that kind of Yeah, it's like well, Pony Express is like that's a fucking kids coaster with a launch. I mean, it, Sierra Sidewinder's fun, but Pony Express is like that's a fucking kitty coaster. Cuz all it does is like pr- basically a figure eight anyway. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, it doesn't. It doesn't look bad objectively, but it. It just. It's just a. It's just. It doesn't fit. Yeah, no. And the color. The color scheme is super weird. Yeah. Like when I think of iceberg, I don't think of orange. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's like if the orange is supposed to be the ice. Like if the orange is the ship, then why is the car the ice? Right. I wonder if maybe Premier had an extra multi-launch sitting around and they just bought it and to save money, they just didn't paint it. Maybe maybe the um, steel fabricators like had, you know, an excess of, you know, B7803A2 paint, you know? Right. They're like, well, we can give you a a volume discount on this shade. <laughs> it's like, yeah, fine. Fuck it. Go ahead. So, I mean, that's it's possible. Um, yeah. Icebreaker looks just fine. But also I watched a couple videos of different, you know, vloggers going to media day and the amount of like, <clears throat> Oh yeah, this is a good addition to the park. Yeah, that's actually what I heard from every vlog I saw. Yep. Was, yeah. So that classic fucking phrase. Can you guys, can all of you vloggers, please, please just make it seem a bit more like you were coached by a PR person right before you give your ride review? Like, just a bit more. I'm okay. I'm being a little facetious there. Nobody seems quite that staged, but everybody certainly seems very well aware of what they're supposed to say. Mm -hmm. And even if it's unintentional and it's subconscious, it's still like it's still there. I mean, that's like um, that's what that's why I like the whole media. I mean, it's a media day, right? Like you literally can't say anything bad about it. But like, here's the deal, right? I'm going to be honest. It looks like it has two fun moments, maybe three. So to me, it looks like it's probably kind of boring or at least that the majority of the ride is kind of uninteresting. (laughs) Like name, namely everything after the top hat. Yeah. I mean, um, my favorite are seen vloggers trying to like, I don't know because it's just it's pretty obvious someone's genuine reaction, like uh, especially the on like the on ride or the like the reverse POVs. 
where everyone, oh, yeah. and everyone kind of had thing. this, everyone had this look of like, like when it's doing the multi launch, right. And it's like not really doing much. And it's like, whoa, quarter second of airtime. That was really good. Well, that's the thing is like, I don't know how many of those vlogs you watched. I think I watched three or four, but not a single one of them was the, the subject of the reverse POV. Like the vlogger actually saying like, yeah, that was a fun ride at the end. Yeah. I mean, I can't think of anything. I can't think of. Yeah, no, it was like, uh, it was basically what I heard was like a lot of like, oh, there's some cool theming and some cool music. And like, oh, look at this. The track moves sideways. And then it's like, oh, there's airtime. Just kind of vaguely. Like, yeah, yeah there's, there's, there's airtime. But specifically, the only airtime I really heard about was that pop into the top hat. That's the only thing I could picture having in it. Because like, people are like, oh, I bet the airtime on the spikes can be good. It, no, you're going to float for a sec. <laughs> It's probably not even a pop, you know? It's like it's probably a little bit better than if you sit in the back seat of a Schwarzkopf shuttle looper when you go up the back sp- spike, you know? I mean, here's the thing is though is like I I like Skyrocket at a uh, Kennywood. Um and it's kind of similar as far as like specs and stuff. So I could see how, I don't know. I, I guess I I don't think it's, I don't know. It seems fun. It seems fine. It's a good addition to the park. You know, that's, (laughs) that's the thing. (coughs) Good hit. It doesn't look bad, but it doesn't really look all that good either. It looks just fine. And that's okay. That's okay. There's a place for just fine roller coasters. It's seas. Cedar Point. But um no, I it looks just fine. Why not you know what? We'll put it out there to you. I know several of you are in Orlando. Why don't you tell us how the fuck Icebreaker is? Somebody leave us a voicemail. 312 572 uh, uh, 5 raw 5LA. <laughs> um, or send us an email, your favorite coaster sucks at gmail.com. Let us know. And, you know, we, we can, we have the option to make these reviews anonymous. So if you feel like maybe perhaps saying your real opinion beyond just, um, you know, it was a good addition to the park. Feel free. But I'm also not, I'm not just soliciting bad reviews. I just want honest reviews. Because I don't it, trust bloggers. I, I just don't. Let it fly. I, what, vloggers? I, I can't trust vloggers. At least when they're, whatever they're, they say in a video, I can't trust. Because think about it. You're doing commercials. Well, especially what's what I find really funny are when vloggers appear in other vloggers' videos, and then you know what I mean. And suddenly, like everyone puts this front on, this like super happy pep, 
TikTok speak kind of personality. Yeah, like how gross must that be to be in a group of people where everyone always has a camera pointed at themselves? That is probably one of the grossest thoughts, at least within the amusement park realm. That's like when we were at Hollywood Nights and there was that one moment during the, the dinner and it was just like group thing that was going on and there's like the posse around them and it was like watching a bunch of people pretend that they're in a reality show and it's like you guys are in Santa Claus, Indiana hey, hey, hey they're called extras (laughs) they just don't realize that they're extras in real life which also gross I'll tell you this. If you follow somebody around at one of these coaster events and they don't address you by your first name or at all or treat you like shit and you just kind of hang around, fuck that shit. Yeah, I know a few people firsthand who have like tried to meet up with them and hang out and become part of the the like posse and it's don't do it well basically what i'm getting at is regardless of whoever that person is if you're going to a park and trying to hang out with someone and um you have to like be like a groovy like that's weird especially for roller coasters yeah there's no need to put anybody on a fucking pedestal. I have an idea. Do you? Yeah. I think we should get matching polo shirts. I'm nope. <laughs> I'm out. Uh, we got some more SeaWorld news, Ben. Oh, for the surf there is a There is a rumor. There's a rumor. That SeaWorld San Diego going to get a screaming swing for 2024. That's cool. And it sounds very believable because I mean, that seems within their budget. They got a lot of fucking space to fill at that park. <laughs> the oh, tallest- wait, San Diego. No, they don't have a lot of space to fill at that park. They're landlocked. Tallest and um, fastest screaming swing. Hmm. It could, yeah, I mean, why not? Yeah, that doesn't seem unbelievable. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, they don't take up that much space. So, yeah, why the hell not? Sure. Scream and swing. Uh, You heard it on Screamscape first. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We got some news potentially about the surf coaster. Oh, the new question mark. Yeah. The new trains. <clears throat> well, I, I don't really understand. So they can bounce. Yeah. It's to take out the rattle, but that only helps vertically. Yeah. But I think like, I think it laterally you're still fucked. Yeah. But I think it's enough. It's, uh, I think it'll be, I think it, it makes sense. Like it makes a lot of sense. It's just like, is it really necessary? Like, 
B&Ms. It's basically a way to take out every last little bit of, uh, you know, force out of a B&M and make it truly forceless. I mean, here's the question. How much weight are these trains going to add? Um, I don't know. <clears throat> I mean, the design doesn't look that crazy. I don't think it'd be too much. Probably like, I'm sure they've got it figured out. It's B&M. But like, yeah, I, I just, I just think it's funny that they're going with this route. Like of, you know, we must take out every last little bit of force and vibration out of our rides. Well, like that's the thing I don't understand. So it just has like, it, it, am I understanding clearly in that they basically just put a shock absorber? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's all it is. That seems really fucking pointless. You know, every generation is going to complain about something. And then imagine the next generation that complains about the rattle on B&Ms with these trains. Oh, good Lord. Anyone who complains about a B&M rattles, a fucking weak bitch. I said it. Fight me. Suck it up. Go ride a fucking. What, what, what could you even point to nowadays? Um an arrow uh, like yeah I don't know, maybe magnum uh fucking yeah magnum's a pretty good one people it's like all the really complain kick about you magnum. in the ass coasters are all the real like kick you in the ass coasters i could think of are now either leveled or rmcs uh shell razor is still around okay there you go Although I don't know if everyone's going to have the same issue you do did. It sounds like it. Every time I see that coaster post on Reddit, everybody comments about how rough it is. Like everybody who's written it says they get a headache. Dude, it's Damn. weird. It's not. It's that's what I'm seeing. This is not like normal roughness. This is not like your, you know, cute, like, oh, the arrowhead banging. Haha. <laughs> Ow, my ears. This is like fuck up like this is not normal but i've already gone into many tangents about that but anyway yeah everyone unanimously it thinks just, that ride it sucks. turns out it turns out there's like a gas leak right around the track so if you ride it you just get a really bad headache and like fuck your shit up <laughs> i wish because then you get kind of high this is like yeah i i couldn't even like God, the, 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 like, I felt like my spine, like my, I felt like I had like three to seven herniated discs and they were just getting ground into each other. The bone was just like rubbing. Oh God. But the good thing is, is that the ride's a walk on. So you don't have to stand in line. Nor will you be able to after you ride. <laughs> so are you saying you won't need an ADA pass to get on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying if you're planning a trip to Disney, get a layover in New Jersey and ride that coaster and then get an ADA pass. Oh, man. So, random. Um, did you ever do the... Oh, no. Because you d- 2009 was your first Disney trip, right? Yeah. To Disneyland. Yeah. I was going to say, because you never did the... 
the alien encounter? That was at Disney World, and no. Oh, okay. Unfortunately, not. Wait, didn't they have it at both parks? Was it at both parks? No, that was a Magic Kingdom exclusive. But isn't tomorrow? But isn't Tomorrowland at Disneyland? Yes, but that was exclusively at um, okay. Magic Kingdom because that same space. All right, Disney nerds, fucking come at me. I want to say that that same space was previously, if you had wings, um, and then the version at Disneyland, I think, kept running that show. Disney nerds, please fuck me up, y'all. <laughs> uh, crucify me for this one. But uh, so whatever the case is, no, you know what? Disneyland ended up doing New Tomorrowland, and that was a couple years after that, because Alien Encounter was like the mid-90s, 95, 97, something like that, right? looks like 94, yeah. 94, okay. So it was like, you know, mid-90s. They did New Tomorrowland 99, 2000, maybe? That's when they did Rocket Rods over at Disneyland. So I think maybe they had that plan in mind and just didn't touch it. Maybe they were intending to at that time, but they were already seeing the issues with it at magic kingdom. Hard to say, but yeah, no, I don't, I don't know that there was ever plans to bring that ride to Disneyland. Although that was all under Michael Eisner. So who the fuck knows? Anything is possible. Well, like I didn't, I never, like I always heard about it and I didn't watch the video or the, I guess the POV of it until like yesterday. It looked pretty cool. Like what alien encounter. Yeah. Like very clever. Oh, yeah. Very dude. clever. Extraterrestrial, man. Yeah. It looked freaky too. I could see why it wasn't really a good fit, but no, because, you know, it scared the shit out of little kids. Um, But also, I think they tried to warn, you know, parents about that. And, you know, people at Disney World are going to be people at Disney World. Yep. Flirt. The ride was scary. Uh, Yeah, there's a big sign that says that out front. Well, my child's crying. Okay. <laughs> Did you take him on the scary ride? I didn't read the sign. <laughs> speaking anyway. of speaking of Disney in Florida, I gotta. Well, mainly Florida. I gotta show you the uh, the Florida driver, Florida plate of the day. I'm gonna text it to you. All right. Well, uh, we got something really exciting to talk about, and that is, of course, the time has closed. For entries in our, I guess, after a failed attempt in 2020 due to the world, uh, our inaugural coaster death pool. So uh, let's take a quick break and we'll get to it. Don't stop this ad. Listen very carefully. We're talking you. Yeah, you gotta you gotta buy our shirts because we're uh, we're broke as fuck. 
please, for the love of God, buy a shirt. Uh, don't make got- us don't make us resort to Magic Spoon ads. Just buy a shirt. You don't want to listen to Magic Spoon ads. We don't want to sell mattresses, y'all, or dick pills. Please buy a shirt. Link l i n k t r dot e e slash y f c s. All right, all right. Welcome back. So, um, we were talking about it before the break. It's time for the fucking coaster death pool. Now, of course, um, the way this works, for those of you who haven't been keeping up or perhaps didn't enter this year, pay attention because we'll maybe run this again next year. <clears throat> the way this works is we s- solicited from our listeners to enter up to three coasters that they think would be announced as closing and or permanently removed in the calendar year of 2022. Now we had to put some stipulations here and the stipulations are obviously that you couldn't guess, you couldn't put anything down that had already been announced, closed or torn down prior to the deadline, which was July, uh, January 31st. So, but you say already in that time, Wicked Twister was demolished. Blue Streak Kaniat Lake, Lake Park was demolished. And um, what was it? Devil's Den at Kaniat Lake Park? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, was also demolished. So those three off the table. Um, and then obviously this runs until I guess to be totally fair, do we set it to run until January 31st, 2023? Like the, until a ride can be knocked down. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's one year that works. Yeah. January to January. That sounds good. Cause then we can solicit, you know, guesses again, starting in, January with the same rules. Right. If something's announced in January off the table, but anyone who picked it this time gets the point. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, that works. Cause usually January is not super busy for those kinds of announcements. Anyway, my guess is it probably wouldn't have been announced that blue streak was being removed. It probably would have just happened quietly, but that asshole started a fire. So, you know, <laughs> Um, anyway, we got, um, we, like I said, we had the, the entries open for, I want to say a little over a month and, uh, well, let's go through some of them. I'm scrolling through here. Um, first thing I did was announce that, uh, you know, we, we wouldn't, our, our big rule is that anything was already announced, closed or torn down is, is off to the table. So, um, let's see. We got Logan coming in here and he says dragon mountain with fuck Marine land in parentheses. <laughs> Is this from the starting at the top or the bottom? Yeah, I started at the very top. If you scroll up to the top of death pool, 
And any of you following along that want to um, keep up with the commentary, it's on our Discord server, and you can easily find that in the episode description where you're listening, or um, you know, if you go on socials, it's on our link tree, um, l i n k t r e t r dot e e slash y f c s. You can find um, our website, our Discord server, our shirts, and our podcast there. So. That's a one-stop shop for you. Anyway, uh, please do join us on Discord. It's a fun time, and that's where we do things like the Coaster Death Pool. So, yeah, we got Logan coming in with the Fuck Marine Land Dragon Mountain. And then he said he'll either edit it or post a new one when he can think of two more. That's fine. You got your guess in. Although that one makes me a little sad. Yeah, because that's actually a fun ride. I, I like it a lot, and you can't relocate that. Yeah, no, it literally would not and could not work anywhere else. And also to think how many years they spent getting all that theming. <laughs> oh, right. To the point where it's finally at now where it almost resembles a tunnel. <laughs> yeah, that, they were doing that for like 10 years. And I remember that because... Um, I remember the POV Rob had from 03 versus probably like 2006 or seven. And yeah, it was like, it is, they did it over such a long period of time. Yeah. It was like just very incremental. So like knowing they spent that long and who knows how much year after year. Cause like, it's not only the cost of installing the theming, like it was basically a construction site for how many years. And like winterizing a construction site, that's expensive. <laughs> so, you know, that part makes me a little sad too. Yeah, totally. Although I, I will say, I don't really see why they would close it. Well, the park might close just because it's I, they, they've got too much land. And at a certain point, Money talks, real estate gets valuable. And so if they sold off the back half of that park, um, they can make a lot of money. That's true. That's pretty true. Cause that is like, it's such a huge park land wise, which never made a lick of sense to me. Mm-hmm. Although I guess maybe there was less like demand for, luxury fucking condos and the not too distant suburbs from big tourist traps. Well, that, yeah, that's all tourist land. That's what I'm saying though, is like, you know, if they sell that shit, it's going to be condos. Mm -hmm. They're not building a fucking water park or shit there. It's not going to become Ripley's believe it or not. I mean, I could see it being like a multi-use, uh, little park, few hotels, a, um, a, like a Denny's or, a, I don't know, some strip, some chain restaurants. That's being pretty hopeful. I feel like you're looking at perhaps a big box store or an industrial park, Amazon warehouse. Like, yeah. Business park. <laughs> Just something about as dreary and depressing as you can picture. Um, so 
hopefully not, but that I will say that is a good guess. Old arrows are definitely getting phased out, and ones that are long and expensive to maintain. Yeah, I mean, I can't blame anybody for having those as two, like two in a year. Or, I, or what am I trying to say? Having that, you could have that as a guess for every year, and it would make sense. Yeah. Because, like, also, that ride has two chains, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two chains. Uh, but the way Arrow did it, that means it has two fucking motors, too. <laughs> Which is like, oh, good. Let's just double the amount of maintenance this fucking thing needs. <laughs> Let's just double the amount of moving parts that are likely to fail. Anyway, um, let's see. All right, Metal Mike came in. Uh, he he says, Time Warp and Flight Deck at Canada's Wonderland and Excalibur at Valley Fair. Now, there's a lot to unpack there. But at the same time, it's like the other one. All those, those could be a, another guess you could say every year. And like... I don't think Time Warp is really doing anything at that park anymore. Like once you got once you got two B and M's, a Volair Flyer is irrelevant. Yeah, and it has terrible capacity. Mm-hmm. Actually, shit, Just three like three B and M's. Like, uh, yeah, you got a Giga Coaster, a, a Hyper Coaster, a, a a Mega Vertical Dive. Drop. Like you don't you don't need an SLC yeah. or a Volair. Like no one's gonna care. No. And Top Gun takes out... I mean, that's like a pretty big plot of land that they could put well, something else. the two else. are right next to each other, too. Oh, right, yeah. And the two of those, if they go, that's a nice plot of land for... Who knows? A uh, chicken finger restaurant? Uh, maybe. An attraction for everyone? I'm like, maybe... Um, ugh. Banshee, you know what I mean, like a a new B and M invert, where uh, like no forces that everyone's like, yeah, but like, oh my god, and you're like, mm, sure, I I'm wrong, because <laughs> I could see that happening if they take out an SLC, I could see them replacing it with a new B and M invert. Yeah, that, that that would fit in the park. I mean, that that just makes sense. The park is too busy. They need high-capacity shit. Yep, and uh, B&M's always deliver on that. They're generally reliable, and uh, shit, it could be the first one that has uh, the new seats on it. So that way it just feels like you're wearing an Oculus. <laughs> while sitting in a desk chair. <laughs> and which I don't know if you saw that video from uh the CES. It was like a motion simulator that had fans attached to the front of it and it was like it had a seat belt and like like a three axis hydraulic um lift on it so you it could you know move yeah right like tilt and so it was 
sing, it was sunk to no limits fucking um crystal beach cyclone and it was just like a headset so it looked basically just like a really stupidly advanced version of a motion simulator that's probably good for like a mall or a Chuck E. Cheese. It could be, but like, ugh, all those headsets. Or not all the headsets, like the one headset and all the people wearing it. Ugh. They're like, we promise we sterilize these. You're like, how often? We do it. Um. Now, Excalibur at Valley Fair. We talked about this recently. I feel like at any point they could just decide to like fill in that little tunnel thing or just cover it up with plywood and a bench. <laughs> yeah. The old- and then like, you know, take that part off of the map and there you go. Yeah. But also like the one I, I totally agree. However, that ride seems to be kind of eternal because it's, it's like, uh, it seems really hard to die. And it seems pretty low maintenance, but no one rides it. That's what's crazy about it is like, it's always a walk on. I mean, if I've only been to Valley Fair like twice, but it felt like everything except for like the fucking drop tower and scream and swing were like short lines Mm -hmm. and renegade. That's because that it was the year it opened was the last time I was there. Yeah, that sounds about right. Because like I, I, pretty sure both times I've gone there, it's like you're done with everything in like three to four hours. Like you've hit every ride at least once, like all the coasters, and then maybe gone on Wild Thing again mm-hmm. and Renegade again, and you're like, okay, what now? <laughs> Well, the, um, I feel like that one could outlive a lot of us, but at the same time, like, yeah, I don't, I think, I don't know. It's it's, Valley Fair is like Michigan's adventure. It seems like it could close at any point and yet it's still there. Like, um, I think they definitely know their niche market and I don't think that'll ever change. It's basically like a picnic area. It's like a summer camp kind of park. And that makes sense because obviously it's profitable. Mm -hmm. It's like one of those places where it's like all they have to do is like bring in a food truck vendor and like, oh, that's a new attraction basically. Or, you know, something simple like that. They don't have to do much to keep the steady attendance because they're mainly what, like a water park, right? And, like, they probably do good business with, like, corporate picnics. I feel like every, like, office in the fucking Minneapolis area is like, oh, company picnic at Valley Fair. Well, also water park. Water park attendance is, like, the main thing. Is that included with the admission there? Yeah. Or is it separate? Oh, well, then... Even more reason, it's probably a big corporate outing place, too. Because, like, it's definitely a Midwest thing. 
especially it's colder than fuck up there that like, you know, you get the most out of your fucking summer. So I could totally see it. It's like, yeah, every summer we go to Valley Fair. I don't know. Anyway, um, so then there's KI got in here. He wants to, he was going to pick the two at Wonderland. So that's fine, KI, unless you have more further down, then we'll, we'll give you those for your list. Uh, and then he also agrees that he doesn't want Dragon Mountain gone, but he hasn't ridden it yet. Now, uh, Nathan's got some interesting picks here. Anaconda Hurler TTD. Yeah. I I can't see King's Dominion getting rid of two rides, even despite adding one. But wait, isn't Hurler Hurler oh, Canada's or Carowinds? Yeah, my bad. I so, <laughs> I'm in I'm in a very old frame of mind. No, so yeah, Twisted Timbers replaced Hurler at King's Dominion. Okay, so Hurler, Anaconda, Anaconda is another one of those ones where I feel like that's a pretty safe bet every year. Yeah. And also, like, it seems those arrows seem like, I don't know why, but arrows just seem eternal to me. Like, because Anaconda is a newer arrow, and I've talked about it before, like, Unless they're going to put something in its place. I don't know if it would. Like, I don't know. I guess it's not that popular, but it's also a family ride. And that seems to be more of a, like a family oriented park being that Intimidator isn't doing well or hasn't done well. I don't know, man. Now, Hurler. That could be RMC, yeah. Do you think so? The go the RMC because I feel like there's been plenty of rumors about Carowinds using that space to get like a GCI. Either or, yeah. I think I think it's pretty likely. I mean, it, I guess it's not. I wouldn't say it's likely, but it seems very on par. Like it wouldn't surprise me because they. And I think. Go ahead. Just like, just because it fits with the what the chain is doing overall. Unless they retrack it a bunch and they leave it, then yeah, I could see it lasting a couple years. Yeah. Also, what is it? I thought that Cedar Fair didn't have a good relationship with RMC. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know that. Maybe I'm pulling shit out of my ass here, but I thought maybe I heard that somewhere. But I could be totally fucking wrong on that. Don't quote me, motherfuckers. But if anybody knows what the hell I'm talking about and has heard that too, let us know. <clears throat> but um, I could see Hurler getting replaced. I think they would go with a wooden coaster because like, they got rid of Thunder Road a couple years back. Oh, shit. That was like 10 fucking years ago. Jesus Christ, world. Um... No, it wasn't that long. It was like uh, 2015. Okay, well, either way, if they get rid of Hurley, they don't have a wooden coaster, and I feel like it's not like, you know, they need it, but it would be I think it would would be a good fit for the park. Right, yeah. Now, Dragster. That's, uh, 
that's always on the table. And I don't know about a year, but I could definitely see five years. Well, so here's the thing. Is I've heard conflicting things. I'm not really sure. Is the ride itself still under investigation? Um, I don't know. Because <clears throat> I have heard it is, but I'm also, you know, this is all hearsay. You know, until you see fucking state documents. Right, yeah. Right. So, however, <clears throat> it's possible that that's true because after the accident, it hasn't operated. But it's also been off season. Yeah, but that accident happened late summer. I guess if they were going to remove it, I don't know if they would do it. I could see maybe it'll be SBNO for a year. It just seems weird that they're, unless they're trying to be, you know, distracted by removing Wicked Twister, but it would just be weird if they announce removing Wicked Twister and nothing about Dragster. I mean, I think there's certainly a possibility, but there's also a a hundred percent certainty that if the state wants anything from that ride, nothing is going to happen to it at all for that period. So, you know, I think if I don't think there's any way that it's actually removed this year, but it could be that the closure is announced this year. Yeah, that could be. Like, I could see, you know, April coming around, fanboys getting all over Tony Clark's nuts on Twitter, asking about Dragster, and him saying in a tweet, like, Dragster won't be reopening with the park. And that's basically the announcement that we get. No press release, no it's going away just kind of like a, it won't be reopening with the park and then it gets removed in the next off season. And here's the really funny part. Say that exact situation happens instead of you maybe would expect like they would perhaps like kind of play downplay top fill dragster this season incoming I think if you see a if these two things happen then it's most likely top thrill dragsters done if the ride doesn't reopen with the park and there is a lot of top thrill dragster merchandise available yeah that's true but I feel like yeah then those two together are like a telltale sign. Sure. <laughs> that yeah. shit's done. <laughs> Cause then, then, you know, they're ramping up to, <laughs> to then announce that things closing and sell a fuckload of merchandise. 
So, you know, I guess keep your eyes peeled for that shit. And uh, Nate, ballsy picks, but I, I like it. Now, Shockwave Dan said something interesting here. Freeze and love Ibora. Yeah, so he says Freeze is going to be gone within five years. So we're just going to, since he said it here, we'll put it down for this year. I don't think that's going to happen because it just got painted a couple years ago. Plus, it's gotten past that point where like it's been operating for this long. So it's like, you know, I think it'll be okay for a bit. And he says Lava Bora, and I feel like that is more likely to go before Freeze. I can't imagine it. Because A, that ride went through the ride rotation program. So I can't imagine it has a lot of cycles left in its service life, you know? It's low capacity. It's just, you know. It's not super popular. It gets long lines because it's low capacity. Um, and like the Mexico section needs something new. You know? Yeah, that one. Yeah, overall, that one wouldn't surprise me. Plus, like. Or is that Spain? I can't remember if that's in the Spain section and the Mexico section. I thought that was the Mexico section. Yeah, I'm not sure. Well, either way, that area, whichever section it's in. <laughs> um, Sorry, Six Flags Over Texas folks and Dan, but uh, whichever section it is in needs like a new exciting ride. Because it, it like. I remember being there and thinking that that area was a lot like. um. Knott's Mexican village area, Fiesta Village. Except there's like only Lava Bora and like no other exciting rides. <laughs> so I think that area could use something new and that would be a good space for it. Especially because it's right there by the parking lot. And, you know, big rides right up front. That's always a fun Six Flags thing. Now, uh, fucking Goliath comes in and picks the come wall dark ride, which fuck you, Goliath. We went over the rules, <laughs> which like, although, although, you know what? I'm almost tempted to give him a, a half a point just for being a fucking wise ass. And I think it's already gone anyway, right? That's what I was saying. He broke the fucking rules <laughs> by using that one, which for the record, if you voted for, or if you picked one that was already announced, the, one of those three, then that that one just doesn't count. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we'll just move right along. Uh, Poss- yeah, Possessed, Fire in the Hole, and the Volare at Rye. Like, if Possessed goes away at Wicked okay. Twister, that seems pretty... But I, I guess it'll, I don't know. I feel like. It, is it popular? I think so. It's like, um, it's probably just as popular as uh, Steel Venom. Which isn't popular. Like, I don't know. Is, is like 
V2 at Great America or the Flash, I guess now, is that the only one that really has high ridership still? Um, yeah, probably. Cause like on busy days, that fucker will still get a long line. Yeah. Which I'm, I'm like, still fucking things over 20 years old now. Even figured out it just goes up and then back down and then up. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I guess that one wouldn't surprise me if it's going to wake a wicked twister. And then yeah, I think man. fire in the hole. That one's also on. It's like, that one's also, I, I think, I feel like that one is nearly confirmed. Yeah. I just saw, um, that Silver Dollar City bought 800 fucking acres. Makes sense. And I think what I heard is that they're planning on knocking out Fire in the Hole. They're going to get a family indoor coaster to replace it. And they want to finish the path around to make the full loop. Yeah, that makes sense. Which, as much as I like Fire in the Hole... A complete loop in that park would be way fucking better. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like being able to go around the whole park without having to go uphill fucking <laughs> so severely <laughs> would be so fucking cool. <laughs> Especially for those types of clientele. Well, hey, I'm just saying, like, Jesus, there's portions of the paths at Silver Dollar City that give the fucking hill at Magic Mountain a run, you know? Well, what about and then the Volaire? That's those are always on the table. I this is one of those ones where it's like I can equally see it and but I could also not, you know? It's like Rye is still a public park. So like are they going to spend the money to remove a ride? Well, they're carnival rides. So like, yeah. Well, no, I know that, but it still costs money. They could SBNO it. That's possible, but let's, okay. We'll have to make a determination. If, if, if nothing happens, but it doesn't operate, we'll have to make a determination how we treat an SBNO. Yeah. I'm feeling like maybe a half point. Yeah, that works. Um, and let's see. KI makes a good point here about, you know, King's Dominion probably won't remove another big one for now. Now, he says that there was a Twisted Timbers clone they already bought. I'm <clears throat> not sure about that. Wouldn't surprise me if you're a chain, you do it to one, you do it to the other. I suppose there were clones originally. It would have been, it's probably, you know, I imagine if you go to RMC with a proposal like that, they'll give you a nice fat discount on the second one since it's like (laughs) none of the engineering work really needs to be done or like a fraction, you know. Um,. What else? Let's see. Um, <laughs> Nikki's Anaconda Backlot and Carolina Cyclone. 
and Hurler or Vortex and Nighthawk. That's a lot of. Oh, wait, those aren't get So. So she's just saying. All right. She says she wishes that King's Dominion would remove Anaconda and Stunt Coaster and use that plot to build a big coaster. But she's saying that's not a likely scenario. So her actual guess is, I guess, Carolina Cyclone, Hurler. Oh, okay. She's saying either Carolina Cyclone and Hurler or Vortex and Nighthawk at Carolyn's to build an RMC. So I guess we'll allow the fourth guess given that they're pairs and it's kind of a contingency guess, right? We'll allow it, right? I don't know. I'm not, how hard are we going to be about rules here? Um, let's see. <laughs> K.I. said, I should have picked Six Flags America. The whole part. <laughs> okay, so we got Coasterferg here. He says, in Vertigo, Sand Serpent, Ninja. Alright, first of all, in Vertigo. I think that's a safe bet. I think that's another one of those ones that could be on the table at any time. Yeah. But it's also, like, did they remove... I, I don't know if those are really low or if they're not that reliable. I mean, they seem okay, right? Uh, that's the last remaining one. Oh, yeah. Right? Because Six Flags America got rid of theirs. California's Great America got rid of theirs. So that's the last remaining one. Yeah, it's Kings Island. If they took out Firehawk, I could see that. I mean... That's another ride where it's like it's not popular. Although the only thing is like well, no, never mind. Of course they could use that space for expansion. Duh. That's water park expansion space. So, yeah, I guess so. Because it's in an awkward area anyway. You know? It's like off to, it juts out to the side of the action zone, so it's like that could be that easily could be a fucking new bowl slide or something. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> um, now sand serpent. Maybe it's a wild mouse. So it's not really doing much. It's not, it's kind of just there. Yeah. I feel like those have the potential to live forever because they don't require that much maintenance. They're not high speed or anything, but it's a Mac wild mouse that started. I don't know how long ago. I know it was at Bush gardens, Williamsburg first and then, Oh yeah. Okay. It was at Williamsburg. Holy shit. From 75 to 2003. No, not from 75. Um, Oh, from 96 to 2003. So it's, it's pretty old. I could see it, but I don't, I don't know. Would they replace it with something? Probably not. Who knows? But I could see it. And he says, uh, Ninja St. Louis. <clears throat> it's an arrow. I mean, so it's got like, it's still around. It's, it's an arrow and Vacoma. Yeah. Um, that's another one of, the, one of those ones where it's like, I kind of can see it, but I, I, 
I'm also feeling more like no than yes. Just because it's going to, yeah, it'll be around for a while. I just feel like that's one of those ones where it's like, it might even go SBNO for like five years. You know what I mean? Like it's going to die a very slow death. (laughs) Cause I don't know. It's been proven. They don't want to spend money at six flags, St. Louis. They kept the barrel ride SBNO for 20 years. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Ninja, I don't think it'll even be announced that it's going to close. It'll just close. But if we don't get an announcement, then I guess we'll retroactively give you the point if it goes SBNO. Um, and then, yeah, Demon, Batwing, and Cyclone at Lakeside. Well, like, I feel like Lakeside's always on the table to close, but if that park closes, it would go at the whole park. It wouldn't just be the ride. Everything would go down uh, with it. Wait, Demon at Great America? No, Cyclone at Lakeside. Oh, okay. So, all right, this is Thrill Seekers and Hellraisers. The Demon at Great America, sure, maybe. It's in that arrow position where it's like it's been an arrow there for so long, like they'll only remove it if it makes sense. Yeah, because nothing else will fit there. I mean, they're not going to put in another boomerang or fucking 40 free spin, which are the only two things that would actually fit in that plot of land. So, and you know, well, okay, I take it back. I think it's possible that if they were really, really creative, they could fit like a really badass GCI there. Yeah, I mean, it's like a normal size plot of land for a coaster. They could fit a lot of stuff in there. Well, the thing is, it's just like where it is, there's not a lot of space around. It's got such a weird layout where like the first half so tight. And then the second half is just kind of like a little more open space. But I could see a nice GCI fitting there. Uh, yeah. Um, dive coaster. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Hey, we'll see. Maybe. I mean, they built, they're building Dr. Diabolicals. Yeah. So, um, Batwing. Definitely. I'm honestly surprised that ride's still around. I've heard it's one of the better ones, but yeah, it's in the middle of nowhere of in that park and it's Six Flags America. So, you know, it's always on the table. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Cyclone, you were saying you don't think that'll happen unless the whole place gets leveled, which that seems about right from what you've told me about that place. Yeah. It's not good. Yeah. I don't think it'll just be one ride. It'll, it'll be the whole package. So when it becomes condos or a Costco. Um, all right. So let's see, we got, uh, cough coasters, flash vertical velocity at, um, discovery kingdom. That's a good guess. I think that one probably doesn't have much life left either uh mind bender at galaxy land 
Which I would say against only because I think that park realizes they can't really build anything else there. And that's a good moneymaker. And it's a short scoff. Those things can basically live forever. Yeah, as long as a company can still manufacture parts to keep trains on the ride, I don't think that, like, unless in some world that place becomes unprofitable, but even then it'd be, it, it would have to be because of consumers, not because of business. Right. You know, right. Yeah. There's no way because, yeah, like you said, it's shoehorned in. Like we're talking about what maybe could fit in demon spot. Well, what could fit there? Fucking nothing. Like maybe a, a skyrocket too. Maybe like a custom one. Yeah, or a forty free spin. Yeah, but like that would cost probably that between tearing the old coaster down and building the new one, that would cost so much more. Because it's not like they'd be able to charge that much more for a ticket. Yeah. Right. So, like, yeah, I don't... Short of it having another fucking accident, I don't really see it going anywhere for a good long while. Now, El Toro at Great Adventure. I don't think so. I think they're, they'll keep that one for a bit. Yeah, I mean, that's still a marquee attraction to that park. And because it's a wooden coaster, sure, they got to replace all the track, but... It seems to be, if anything, it seems to be normal for those, especially what they had to do with Colossus. Yeah, I was going to say, there's now precedent because Colossus, they did that whole thing. And, you know, I feel like there is a possibility that it'll be closed this year Mm -hmm. if they're doing that type of work on it. Yeah, for sure. However, however long the Colossus one took, it might be a year or two, but I don't think it's done. Um, now you got Cyclone Man. Danon came in here and said, La Monstra at La Ronde. Yeah, because they're not going to RMC that shit. No. No fucking way. Um, so, yeah. And because I don't even think um, they can do RMCs in Canada yet. Oh, really? Well, because of RMC doing everything with local crew, not local crews, but like, you know, their own crews. Oh, sure. Canadian laws about, you know, needing certain amount of workforce being Canadian hired or whatever. Um, maybe. Um, all right. Coaster Cuzzy's got one. He says, Boomerang at Worlds of Fun. Which I don't really think. Yeah, it's in that same category of cheap Vacoma Arrow. It's been there. It's not doing much. It'll. It seems fine. Not taking up space, really. Yeah, no. Um, another guest for Dragster, which interesting, and Tornado at Adventureland. Which I thought Tornado was already taken out. Well, let's. I, I got IMDM, IMDb, you know, RCDB. Jesus Christ. Uh, I can't even talk, yo. All right. 
Adventureland. Whoops, that's not correct. All right. There we go. Um, oh, the wooden coaster does. I was thinking of the steel coaster, um, the looping coat, the Hopkins. All right. Sure. I could see It's hard to say. I don't know. Cause it's a wooden coaster. It's not really, they just have to retract it. I would almost go hard against that one just because of that park. At least like my impression of that park, they kind of care about maintaining stuff. And it was an all right ride. It was fun. Okay. Um, all right. Marcelli says um, he's saying Grizzly at California's Great America. He, he's saying specifically it'll get arm seed. Which I guess that's possible. Uh, Lava Bora at Over Texas. Solid pick. And Time Warp at Canada's Wonderland. So that's that's yeah, that's pretty solid picks. Okay, Nikki the Coaster Goth came back in, got her third pick. Superman at Darien Lake, <laughs> which is funny. Uh, Flyhawk 07 said possessed at Dorney Park, which yeah, we covered that. It's a good one. Desperado Buffalo Bills. All right, now how long have we we been waiting for? It's in Purgatory. Yeah. It's it's like it's beyond SBNO. It's in literal fucking purgatory. Yeah, I don't think they'll ever announce a closing or demolishing of it. The only way I could see that happening is if they level like all the properties there. Yeah, right. Which even that I don't think will happen. No, I the I I could see them leveling like the other two or however many are there and and consolidating to that one. Just because it'd be cheaper to knock down buildings than a fucking 200-foot roller coaster that goes underground. Well, especially out there, there's so much land available. You can just build... If you wanted to build something new, you just build it next to it. (coughs) Yeah, you're only going to run into fucking Cousin Eddie. It's funny, because that's literally where he lives. In Vegas vacation. He lives in a fucking trailer... Outside in the desert in Nevada. And there's people at that property who live in trailers. And it's like, okay. Um, So Desperado, at this point, I'd love to see it actually be open again. But I don't think we'll see that. Yeah, no, definitely not. But I also don't feel strongly that we'll ever see any kind of actual announcement that it's going to close. I think it's just going to be stuck in purgatory until uh, the big one, you know, hits so hard that it kind of just falls over from decay <laughs> from an aftershock. Um, and then lastly, let's see. He got Little Dipper at Conneaut Lake Park. Oh, you son of a bitch. I'll allow it, but I don't like it. I don't have to like it. That's a sneaky fucking technicality. But goddamn it, if it hasn't been announced and hasn't actually caught fire, <laughs> we're allowing that fucker. And then um, we did actually get one in by email. Okay. I don't want to read the real name. I want to read the email address because it's such a great email address. What a dick 27 
at their email provider. That's pretty great. And they uh, they said Excalibur at Funtown. That's another one of those where I think they retracted recently. I mean, that's just a really small park, so it's hard to even gauge if they would make that big of a move. Yeah, but I gotta say that was really interesting and fun to go over everyone's picks. Full layers, impulses, boomerangs. So that's yeah. I mean and I'm honestly I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a little ray of sunshine here and say uh I hope everybody's wrong. And I don't mean I don't say that to be a dick. I just hope we don't really get a whole bunch of ride closures this year. Or another lockdown and everything is SBNO. You shut the fuck up right now. Anyway, well, um, you got anything else, Ben? No, I think I'm uh, I'm all right. Most excellent. Well, let me get through the annoying shit as quick as I possibly can. Socials. They're a thing. Follow us. Call us up. Leave us a voicemail. 312-572-9552. 312-572. Five raw five LA <laughs> or email us your favorite coaster sucks at gmail.com. Um, thank you to everyone who's on Patreon. <clears throat> you all know who you are. We're going to have a call coming up this month. We're going to hang. It'll be fun. Um, yeah. So join up if you want to. It's cool. Patreon.com slash your favorite coaster sucks. We really appreciate it. We give shout outs usually, but I don't have the list in front of me. So my apologies to all those folks we usually give shouts to. We'll hit you double next week. Um, anything else? Not really. Um, I'm going to Vegas. If you'll be there. Say what's up. Um, and yeah, it's cold. It's cold as fuck everywhere. Yeah, guys, we're in the throes of the off season. We're at where we're at, so we're just gonna deal and uh, make it through the way we always have. Um, because to quote High School Musical, we're all in this together. Is that a, a quote from them? That was the song. Oh, okay. We're all in this together. That's good. I didn't choose to watch it. My wife made me watch it. Although the South Park parody was great. Do you watch South Park? I haven't seen anything in any of the new ones. They just started their new season yesterday. Nice. Yeah. I'll have to find something where I can watch it. Uh, what is it? Fucking Paramount Plus. I'll just torrent it. HBO Max. I'm not paying anymore for streaming services. Do you remember when Trey and Matt were like gods and they put every episode on their site to stream for free? Mm hmm. Yeah. And now that site still exists, but it doesn't have that anymore. 
And I'll be honest, Trey and Matt, I would be happier to pay you guys like three bucks a month just to watch South Park. Yeah, for sure. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. Anyway, I think it's about time we bounce the fuck up on out of here. Sweet. This has been a fun one. And we will talk to you guys again soon. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, your, your favorite, favorite ghost sucks. Coaster sucks. <laughs>